United States and the Marshall Islands were to sit down this weekend to settle some aspects of the Compact of Free Association. This is the instrument under which Washington provides its former colony with aid and assistance. But the Marshall's government called the talks off. It says the U.S. first needs to settle outstanding issues concerning the legacy of the 67 nuclear bomb test made between 1946 and 1958. It comes amid a backdrop of growing geopolitical tension in the Pacific. A correspondent in Majuro, Giff Johnson, says it's not about that. He spoke with Don Wiseman. So this was supposed to be the third round of formal negotiations between the U.S. and the Marshall Islands on uh, renewing certain provisions of the Compact of Free Association. And uh, at the last session, a couple months ago, the Marshall Islands submitted a proposal to the U.S. for for addressing the nuclear test legacy. They've been waiting for a response, and they didn't get one. They're saying, well, we have a delegation of 10 or so people. We're going to spend a lot of money, get on a plane and go to Washington for what? When the U.S. hasn't responded. We don't want to sit around and just sit there and wait for something. So their position on this is that the U.S. needs to respond to them formally in writing. Uh, just as they had submitted a proposal. Essentially, the effect of this is to really say that the words that Marshallese leaders have been saying for the last two or three years about the importance of addressing and solving the nuclear test legacy is not just a bunch of hot air, that it's a really important issue for people here. And they're not just going to keep going along with Washington uh, and not not address it. And unfortunately, it's just, you know, over the last 10, 15, 20 years, it's pretty much been brushed to the side. What is it specifically that the Marshall Islands has been asking the U.S. to do about the nuclear damage and the fallout, so to speak, from that? In the first compact of free association between the U.S. and the Marshall Islands established or set up a nuclear claims tribunal that was responsible for adjudicating all nuclear claims in the Marshall Islands. And that entity was set up in the 1980s and uh, late 1980s after the compact came into effect and uh, over about a 15-year period came up with adjudication of of claims from the the major affected atolls and a lot of uh, personal injury damages of over $3 billion. So this is one, at least one element that the Marshall Islands wants addressed. They're saying, well, look, we have the tribunal adjudicated these claims. It went through a process to get to how much we need to clean up islands, how much is due for compensation, how much for health care, and so on. And these are sitting on the table and waiting for, you know, the United States, which caused the problem, to support solution that can make this happen. And a big part of it is related to nuclear cleanups, the environment, health care for people, and so on. The, the geopolitical situation in the Pacific has changed considerably in recent months. To what extent does the Marshall Islands feel like it's in a position to play hardball here, 
that it wasn't in perhaps, I don't know, a year ago? There's no question that the geopolitical environment has changed with the competition between the U.S. and China. At the same time, I think people out here really see that as a U.S., China, other people's issue. From their point of view, they're like, we're partners with the United States. We recognize that. And there's nobody here saying that they want to break off ties with the U.S. But what they're saying is it's time for the United States to deal with a black mark in an otherwise relatively good relationship. And the nuclear legacy has just been this long outstanding issue that's waiting for people to come to the table and get it organized and resolved in a mutually agreeable way. And the the way the Speaker of the Parliament talked to me today about it, and he's one of the key people in the negotiating team, and he represents Rongelap, which is one of the most affected atolls here from the nuclear testing. He says, you know, if we can address these key issues for the Marshall Islands, we're ready to sign the compact tomorrow. But this is their line in the sand. There's no question about it. The nuclear legacy, they just feel this is the time. And if they're ever going to get some action on it, it's now. And even if you read and listen to what many members of the U.S. Congress, both Republican and Democrat, say, they're saying, take care of this problem. Let's solve it. Let's deal with it. The Marshall Islands is a valuable ally and friend, and it's time to just deal with this because it was not properly dealt with in the first compact, which was a Cold War era negotiation. You know, I mean, the Marshall Islands wasn't even a country, and it was negotiating with a superpower. And so that's how the agreement came out. And it's just... You know, hindsight, you can look at all the things that it didn't solve, but the big picture is they need to take some action. So the Marshall Islands just said, why go to Washington and have another session when we haven't received anything from the U.S.? So they're waiting. Will they be in Washington for the other talks, the the Pacific Island talks with President Biden? Will uh, the Marshalls turn up for those? Yes. President David Kabua is already in the United States, and he was at the U.N. General Assembly earlier this week, gave a talk at the U.N. General Assembly, where he also reiterated the importance of dealing with the ongoing and lingering legacy of the nuclear testing. So this message has been being broadcast loud and clear for the last few years. There shouldn't be any surprise. And yes, uh, President Kabua is scheduled to be at the White House Pacific Islands Summit next week 